Hi everyone, welcome to Menswear by a Woman, second season, here come the men and my next guest is someone, well he's based in London, he's a blogger, a menswear blogger and also he also is um, someone who does made to measure specialists at Vigo London but I'm going to speak to him first, um, Dapper Rav and get him on board. Hi Rav, it's Ravi Hi, isn't it? It is Ravi isn't it, right? It is Ravi, yes. Apologies. <laughs> Sorry. How are no you? Problem. How are you? I'm well, thanks. I'm good, thanks. And yourself? I'm all right, thank you. I'm good. I'm good. Um, I came across your um, Instagram was by Tyler and Tyler, I must admit, because I think you've oh, done... Yeah. So that's Literally. when I actually said, oh, my God, I've got to check his um, blog out and I've got to check his um, Instagram. And I think that's when I started yeah. to bombard you with messages. <laughs> Lovely, yeah, they're 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 a lovely company. I mean, obviously, I, I have I've never I've not met Richard uh, physically, but we have obviously um, chatted quite a lot on Instagram, and you know, we've obviously done a little bit of uh, collaboration work together. Um, He's and a nice guy. Uh, yeah, really, really, really nice company, and a really you know a true true gentleman. He's such a nice guy. We we keep on. Uh, trying to arrange something when uh, you know when he's over in London, but I think obviously with with the pandemic and everything going on, it's been a little bit challenging. Uh, but hopefully soon. So how did it all begin with menswear, and um, why with menswear? Oh wow! <laughs> okay, uh, how did it all begin? Um, well, to be fair, I think I've I've always been into sort of like clothes and fashion um, from when I was uh, when I was a little boy. Uh, probably, I mean, as far as I can remember. So I'm talking like maybe when I was like five, six. Okay. Uh, and it's always been it's always been a thing for me. I still sort of like remember constantly. Um, arguing and um, and fighting and being in a prop with my with my mom because she would kind of like make me wear stuff that I would just like totally not approve of. <laughs> um, and I'd be like, no, nope, the shoes don't match. Oh no, no, how can I wear blue socks? My trousers are kind of like you know green. I just can't can't do this. It just can't be done, sort of thing. Um, yeah, absolutely. And she, I think, a lot of times she was just horrified and she'd be like, oh god, this you know this child's going to drive me crazy. Uh, but you know, it's sort of like it went from there, and then once I started school, um, I'd randomly go to uh, my teacher and say, "Oh, you know, Miss So and So, you look amazing." But uh, you know, I, th I think you should have gone for like black shoes with that kind of thing. Um, or I'd go to like someone and say, "Oh, I like you know, sir, I love your suit, but I don't think that tie looks great with it." Um, and I was that was just me, um, and they would love it, and they would laugh, and some of them obviously wouldn't take it so you know as much in stride as others. Um, and I was, I'd always hear it on, on parents' evening and they'd be like, oh, yeah, Mr. Tegu, yeah, you know, your son, your rabbi's lovely. You know, he's such a nice guy. He's so personable. He's always, he's got loads of friends. But, you know, he, he's always commenting on what we wear. And, um, and I think my mum would be horrified. And she'd be like, oh, my God, yeah, don't worry. It's not just with you. He does this at home as well. So I think people just knew me for that, to be honest with you. Um, I, I obviously then went on. I mean, I think when, when I started doing... Um, or university and, and further education, I, I didn't actually go down down the whole fashion or menswear route. I actually went into finance, uh, which is what I am. I'm actually a, a qualified accountant by trade. Oh, my God. Um, 
Yes. <laughs> that, that's the reaction I get from a lot of people. And that, that as well as, oh. Well, you're a very well-dressed accountant. <laughs> very well-dressed very accountant. Accountants are badly dressed. No, 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 no. But you're very well-dressed, actually. So... Yeah, maybe the others Thank should be dressed. Whoops, I better be quiet because mine probably, my account would probably say, what? <laughs> you know? uh, so, so yeah, so I, I did accountancy um, at university. I then also did uh, my chartered exams. Um, and I worked in, uh, in the industry for, for a number of years, actually, to be honest, probably about 13, maybe 14 years. Okay. Um, and it was then, I think it was, well, I'd say probably pre the pandemic, uh, I was made redundant. Uh, from from my role and I well I had the option to actually move up to Newcastle and uh, rather than being in London because that's where the company was moving up to uh, right, but yeah. I kind of didn't sort of like you know there's just too much holding me back here in London I did I didn't really want to move up north um, and I decided to sort of like you know take my redundancy and then um, you know start looking. so I then um, I then took redundancy from where I was working and I decided to take a little bit of a break uh, just to sort of figure out what I wanted to do. And I mean, just to take a break, I'd been working sort of 14 years solid, no proper breaks. And I thought, right, you know, time to sort of like just reset, reanalyze what I want to do next. Right, yeah. Um, and at that point, I kind of decided, well, I've got a bit of time. And uh, I also had some, um, uh, we had sort of like vouchers from, from our place of work to go and further study or like, you know, to, to do anything that we wanted to as, as part of our, our package. Uh, and I, I decided to to do some some tailoring. So I thought, well, I'm going to go on a on a tailoring course uh, just because I'm really interested to see what happens behind the scenes, what actually goes into you know the construction of a of a jacket, for instance. Um, and that's what I did. Um, went to uh, on a course at um, UAL. Uh, it was taught by somebody of um, one of the houses on uh, Savile Row. Right. Um, and it was it was amazing to sort of just see what goes into it. Lots of like uh, sore and bleeding fingers at the end of each day. But, you know, um, uh, exactly. But, you know, I, I loved it. I thought it was absolutely, uh, you know, it just sort of I think it brought back that that thing, you know, that's something in me that was always there. Right. Um, okay. And then I, I you know, I, I did try and find sort of like work within uh, within the, the tailoring industry, within sort of fashion. But, you know, it was always the case of, oh, yeah, you know, we, you know, yes, you know, you, you come across as, as great, but we don't really have a lot of experience in the industry or, you know, we're not looking at the moment or it was always, there was always something or the other that sort of like, you know, came in the way. Um, whilst I was doing this, I sort of took on some contracting roles as well in finance, just to sort of like keep things kind of afloat. Um, and then I think it came to a point where obviously we went into, you know, right into the pandemic. I'd finished my contract and I thought that's it. I'm not looking for any more finance work. I'm going to actively try searching for something within, you know, within sort of menswear, within fashion, because yeah. um, I just don't want to do finance anymore. Um, and that was uh, that was probably the starting point of uh, of, of where I am now. Um, I was, you know, fortunate to meet uh, some uh, some gentlemen who were looking to to start something in um, in London. Okay. Uh, and I actually, you know, through that we, you know, well through the pandemic we. It was very difficult because we obviously we were obviously trying to sort of lift something off, um, given you know everything that was working against us. Um, but we we managed um, to sort of like um, start up a, um, a made to measure uh, showroom in in London, just sort of just behind Selfridges, so really good sort of location. Um, and I'm actually now sort of as we speak um, at the showroom, <laughs> and I work as a made to measure specialist and the concept manager for for the brand. 
um, which, you know, obviously it's, uh, it's been a really huge, huge step for me, um, both sort of like, you know, mentally as well as sort of like emotionally as well as just sort of you know a huge huge shift in in, in career as well as the, yeah. you know monetary as well like uh taking a, a huge sort of like cut from you know in pay as well from what i was doing to what i'm doing now uh but you know i must say i couldn't sort of like i couldn't be happier uh because i'm i'm really enjoying what i'm doing um and i think you know if there's one thing i'd i'd say to anyone out there is really sort of really try and pursue really try and 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 sort of like you know live your dreams really try and do something which you which you love doing and enjoy doing because if you if you do that that's almost like you know that's a battle like half one really it's really weird how you say that because um i was speaking to um um manish who has a um instagram called the daily mirror and we was talking right. as asians how parents our parents or you know the generation for us you know how yeah. the majority of um you know either you're an accountant sorry ravi yep. <laughs> engineer yeah. or a doctor <laughs> or a yep. and we was like naming uh, all of that and it's so funny because manish comes from insurance <laughs> wow. so, so yeah. and and he wants to do he wants to go into menswear as well and he does the most amazing images um quite funny images of menswear if you have a look you'll see what i'm talking about um, I must I can send do, you yeah. a link. i'll definitely check him out and um and you're an accountant and i said to him it's so weird because when we go to weddings and all that stuff um you know you hear it a lot accountant blah 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 lawyers yeah. barristers yeah. Yeah, and my mom just stands yep. there and they ask my mom, "So what does your daughter do?" And she goes, "She's a yep. menswear designer." <laughs> and <laughs> and, and the, it's just constant quiet. <laughs> it's just like the pennies just yep. dropped, you know. Do you yeah, think? Pennies. And you know how you've just done a career change from accountant to you know yep. coming into menswear. Yep. Do you think that? Do you think it's our that generation who do, wouldn't allow it because my parents allowed me to do whatever I wanted to do just to be happy yes. and to be success. Well, yes. they said, as long as you're happy, they couldn't care less about the success as long as you're happy yes. and you love what you do. And that's what my parents used to say to me. Yes. No, I think, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, I think within sort of like, sort of like say our generation, I think within, um, the Asian culture that there was obviously, and there still is actually, there's yeah. a handful of professions that are considered to be um, like good professions, professions that are going to kind of like earn you a good living, professions yeah. that are going to kind of like, you know, sound good when you tell somebody what you are. Um, and it's very, very, there's not a lot of emphasis on like, you know, um, other professions which, you know, which are not that well known and which are not sort of like necessarily sort of like got, you know, a doctor or a lawyer or a sir or something sort of attached to them. Um, and I think it's obviously because a probably you know every other sort of like Asian maybe other Asian family there is a doctor or a dentist or a pharmacist or an accountant or a solicitor or whatever it is, and you know Asian families think oh yeah you know we should sort of like be the same, um, and I think things are are changing um, for for the better, um, and as you said I think people are now seeing uh, it more important to to be happy and to be sort of like satisfied yeah. with uh, with what you're doing and and with what you're working as as opposed to sort of just the the monetary element of it you know i think yeah. yes you know money is important uh, but it shouldn't be the sole you know driving sort of like um factor behind what you what you do and your your career because at the end of the day if you're happy and you're enjoying doing what you're doing the money will come that's how i look at it 
But also, um, my, dad, my dad used to also say, um, success is with happiness. Yes, no, 100%. I mean, you could be sort of like say. earning, you know, big buck, but you're not really satisfied or happy yeah. um, doing what you're doing. And I've done that. I've actually worked um, in companies that I've hated it, earned good money, but hated it yeah. and wasn't happy. And, yeah. and I remember my dad saying, you know, um, you know, when they used to say, do whatever you want to do, but long as you're happy. And, and yeah. my dad used to say, success means happiness right as yes. you know and yes. it, and it does in a sense because he always just say don't you worry about anything just be happy and when i told them i wanted to yeah. go menswear design it was quite funny actually and dad said you sure you don't want to be an architect <laughs> no <laughs> you dad sure? you sure you don't want just to be an architect just the last time i'm just going to ask you are you sure you don't want to be an architect i'm 100% <laughs> sure i'm going into becoming a menswear designer dad and it's funny because um, I don't know if you've heard of Jason Jules and I was having a conversation with him and he actually right. said, um, um, I didn't, I wanted to be an astrophysicist, right? <laughs> don't ask. Right. Wow. <laughs> From one end to another. Um, and I used to like the way my dad used to dress um, with these amazing tailored suits and everything. And Jason said, that's right. where it started then. Because I would look at his jacket and figure out how it's made and everything. But I, di I didn't know a menswear designer or, or any of that existed. And we're talking about a mm -hmm. seven or eight year old looking at clothing. Yeah. Right. And I have no yeah. idea. So, but then that age, I was like, I want to be an, I want to be an astrophysicist. Um, because I was reading a lot of books about space and things like that and how to touch a star. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, wow. You know, <laughs> but it's weird because how you're saying that it's really um, it's amazing that how you've changed from an accountant to be in menswear. Do you think there's enough diversity in menswear? Um, I think it's getting better. Okay. Um, I think it's still, you know, they're, they're, at one point in time, it was very difficult to sort of like find. Uh, not just sort of like, um, you know, not just colored people, but I think also um, women sort of like in menswear. Yeah. Um, and I think that was, you know, predominantly was sort of like a mainly sort of like a, a white male dominated industry. Uh, but I think uh, now, you know, the more and more I look around me, I, I do see sort of like things changing. I do see more women. I do, do see more colored men. Um, and I think it's it's amazing that you know that, that there is that sort of like shift, and I think this just kind of goes goes to show that people are now willing to to accept as well sort of like people from different sort of like backgrounds and people of different sort of sexes and sexual orientation or whatever it may be um, in the um, in the industry, uh, specifically sort of like you know menswear tailoring that kind of thing. Yeah. And how yeah. How, how do you think it's changing? I mean, when you say it's changing, in what way do you think it's changing though? In a sense that how, um, how how did you I mean I've been in the trade for some time and um, I do see yeah. more women of color coming into menswear, um, yeah, which is great, but I do feel like um, you know there's maybe more that needs to be done as well. I feel yeah, yeah. I think I think it needs to be people need to be and and I think that's probably another thing we're going slightly just going back to sort of like you know you're saying in Asian families and Asian parents where they kind of like turn around and say that, you know, yeah, this profession is right for you and that profession isn't. Yeah. And I think sometimes it's not, yeah, obviously I think the, the money and the, the sound of what you're doing is, a, is, a, is kind of like quite a big thing because they obviously they want you to sound like, oh, yeah, my son or my daughter is doing this or that or earning this much. But I think they also sort of like sometimes perhaps maybe fear or they maybe they have this 
this thing about them that they're trying to protect you from somewhere from an industry yeah. or from a kind of a, a job that they that they think you may not be accepted in mm-hmm. uh, a kind of job that they back in their days they have obviously associated it with sort of as a, you know for instance uh, generally you know white British gentlemen. Whereas now, I think it's, it is more and more acceptable to have, you know, a colored sort of gentleman or a colored lady doing sort of like, you know, men's fashion, doing tailoring, doing sort of like bespoke or make to measure or whatever it may be, uh, and doing a really good job of it. Um, and I think uh, with, um, with, with, within the industry as well, I think that's becoming more sort of like, you know, a acceptable, it's becoming more welcomed. Um, I think there still is work to be done. I think more and more people still need to kind of like, you know, A, accept it. And I think people need to also kind of be a bit more brave about it, just go for it. I think sometimes things like this stop, stop sort of like, you know, sort of ethnic minorities from kind of like uh, venturing out into this thinking, oh, I, do I, will I be accepted or will I not be? But I think, you know, if you, if you are doing a good job, if you do sort of like have the right sort of like way of, of, of you know, with people um, and the right contacts or what, whatever it may be, you know, nothing's really impossible. And I think, you know, if you do really enjoy it, you can push and you, um, you will make it. Yeah, we should be all right. Um, going back to clothing, and um, yeah. how do you uh, do you um, put all the outfits together <laughs> on your um, Instagram? I, I mean, I look at I'm looking at your Instagram, and some of it's done yeah. so well. So, how do you go about in putting them together, kind of thing? Thank you. Um, so, I mean, I think you, if you've obviously, if you've, you're, you're looking at my Instagram now, but I think generally most people that know me well always do kind of like, I think they associate me with sort of like someone that likes to put different pieces together. Um, I very, I do own suits, like two piece, three piece suits, but I very rarely wear the full suit together. Um, and not because I don't like to, but because I enjoy to sort of like to mix and, and match sort of like different pieces. I enjoy to take, you know, a jacket from the suit and match it with a waistcoat and trouser of another suit or take the waistcoat and like mix the match it with something else. Um, I really enjoy that. And I think it's almost like it's constantly creating uh, new things with what you've got. So, you know, you may have like three suits, but you could probably create nine or 10 different looks just out of those three suits. Um, and I think that also brings me in with, I mean, I kind of try and tell a lot of like guys, a lot of the guys say, Oh my God, you have so many clothes or you must have so many clothes or you must spend a fortune on, on your clothes. And, you know, not really, not, you know, not, not true because I, I do have quite, I do have a lot of clothes. I'm not even going to lie, but I do try and make, you know, what I have like really stretch and go far by doing this, by kind of like mixing and matching and creating loads of different looks just with, with a few sort of like key pieces. Um, so I think for me, that's how it is. I'll obviously pull something that I, you know, I may fancy wearing a, I don't know, a blue suit, for instance, I'll pull that out and then I'll just pull other bits and pieces that I think will kind of like work well with it. Um, I do like my color, as you probably have noticed yeah. as well. I think, yeah. you know, I think men need to, I think more men need to embrace color. I mean, Definitely. fair enough. I think there is people who are, you know, some guys are very much not either gray or navy and that's about it. White shirt. We're not going to like, you know, venture any further out, but you know, it doesn't necessarily, I'm, when I say color, I'm not saying sort of like, you know, go walk down the street in a canary yellow suit, but you know, Bring in color in sort of like accessories, you know, things like ties, pocket squares, even socks. Like, you know, some guys really like sort of like funky socks. And I, I'm thinking, well, you know, you may have like a plain boring navy suit, but, you know, have a nice interesting pair of like, I don't know, burgundy or red socks or something in the winter. It just kind of gives that little pop of color. It just goes to show that you have actually, 
uh, thought about what you're wearing. It goes to show that you're, you know, you've got that little creative sort of like mind going and you're, you're a bit more interesting than, you know, Joe blogs down the street in his standard Navy two piece, black socks, light blue shirt, and, you know, burgundy tie kind of look, uh, which is very, very standard. Um, so that's, Personally, that's how I go about. It. I just kind of like try and, and and work with some with a few pieces and constantly change stuff up. Ravi, you just said something right, um, which hurt my feeling about navy. <laughs> <laughs> I right. do love navy. <laughs> right. Um, if Ben is here, ben, um, ben, right, Ben and I, we we both said we love navy. So Ravi, you've said something there, and also we're gonna have um, hopefully very soon we're gonna have a podcast about white socks men wearing white socks right so we are going to be doing the, i'm going to be doing a podcast about men wearing white socks um, sorry i had somebody come yeah so i i mean i do i do like navy don't uh, don't get me wrong with that i think navy is like <laughs> fantastic <laughs> but me and ben are going to have this podcast about men wearing white socks <laughs> oh yeah well okay that, that's kind of like i mean Oh, I don't know what to sort of, that's, that's a bit of a tricky one. I, I think, okay, okay, let's go down this way. So it's I either you're coming tailoring. on board, you're either you're going to come on board on a debate of uh, white socks, and <laughs> because Ben and I were thinking we've got to have a podcast and have a debate about men wearing white socks, because Ben says uh, he likes men wearing, he says men wearing white socks are fine. I said, oh, but us women always say, oh, look at the socks, it's white socks. <laughs> I mean, I think, okay, so personally for me, white socks and kind of like tailoring is, oh, you've got to play that very, very carefully. I mean, you can get it terribly wrong. Uh, right, you're coming on the debate. <laughs> you're going to be on yeah. my side. <laughs> white socks with, with other things, I think, can work. But again, you've got to kind of like know how to. <laughs> okay. um, I think you're right. I mean, Ben, someone like Ben can carry it. He can carry it very, yeah. very well, you know, and um, it's also someone. That's um, something that really depends how you play it. Some exactly. Really carry it I on. suppose so. Yeah. But still, there's something about white socks and men wearing white socks that I keep thinking, nah, yeah. <laughs> you know. No, I, 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 funny enough, I don't think even sportswear wise, I actually don't think I own white socks. I think I've got a cream somewhere, which I kind of take out like in the summer months. Right. OK. Um, but not white. No, I don't actually. I've got, I've got a nice, yeah, very nice cream pair, which I like to wear with sometimes, you know, if you, if, if you do want to wear socks, like with a linen suit, like I, I do wear, put them on, but I don't actually own a pair of white socks, funnily enough. <laughs> okay. So you're coming on the debate because you don't own one, <laughs> you know, um, who's your favorite um, designer, menswear designer at the moment? Do you have a favorite? At the moment? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I'd probably be like, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be people watching this. At the moment, I'm going to say Vigo. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Simply uh, because I think it's, uh, it's okay, you know, but obviously we, we get a lot of our stuff, our ready-to-wear stuff gets designed pretty much out okay. back in Romania. But we are made to measure, so obviously kind of, it almost feels as though we're designing the stuff here ourselves. Right. Um, so I think that's amazing. I'd love to sort of like, you know, have people come in now and then see, yeah, you know, what we're doing. Um, but, you know, to, in, in all honesty, I don't, Again, I don't particularly follow one or have one particular design. I mean, okay, I love I love Tom Ford. I think some okay. of his stuff is amazing. Right. Um, but, but again, I don't think I kind of like will follow a certain designer or a certain trend and just kind of like be 100% oh, I'm only going to wear that because I just feel that there is actually so much to offer by so many different designers and brands and each one has 
something good. Like each one has got something different and each one has got something which, you know, maybe another brand doesn't. Like one may do like an amazing, one may do some, you know, an amazing suit. The other may be really good with their shirts. The other may be amazing with their shoes. Um, and I think, you know, again, that's another thing I, I think a lot of men tend to sort of like do is, you know, one place and buy sort of like everything under the sun or they will basically be loyal to one brand and then they will buy everything just from that one brand. And I mean, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it, but I think sometimes it's nice to sort of like to shop around a little. I mean, we will never sort of like, I think we'll never shop like women do, um, you know, but I think we need to sort of like get, get out a bit more, be a bit more adventurous, actually put some thought into what we buy as opposed to just sort of like going out um i don't know i won't say names or whatever but just going out and buying you know five shirts for work kind of thing from the same place dot in the same time you know one blue you know it's just it's that kind of like repetitive sort of like behavior and i think the more we get out of that the more you'll start to see men dressed better the more you'll start to see variety and, and the more the more the more individualism i mean you know you go into sort of like you go into most parts of europe go into like italy or spain or you know somewhere like that and you find the men there are so well dressed and they're all different as well. They all look different. Whereas, you know, in the UK, I find sometimes if you go into, I don't know, Canary Wharf or down by, by Bank or, you know, Liverpool Street or wherever, and you see, you know, majority of the guys, obviously now with the pandemic, you know, dress codes have kind of changed. Yeah. But pre-pandemic, majority of the guys coming out of the offices are going in, look the same. Right. So do you think it's, um, do you think in, during the pandemic, the actual way of dressing has changed so much that suits are like not really that I think important? People, yeah, I think people have become obviously very used to sort of like sitting, you know, in, in, the, in their joggers and popping a shirt on while they're going to Zoom meetings and, and wearing more sort of like comfortable kind of stuff at Casual home. Words, kind of um, and yeah, and the fact that now a lot of workplaces aren't like on a full on five day a week, they're no. like, you know, they've got this sort of hybrid of five day or two days, three days sort of thing. Um, so do you think it's more soft tailoring relaxed. then? Do you think it's they more... have relaxed it yeah. a little bit? Yeah, so it's more soft and uh, relaxed tailoring. Do you think that's? Yeah, exactly. But I, I, you know, if you were to ask me, is that basically does that mean the suit's kind of like dead? I don't think so. I think you know, a suit is something. I think a good suit is something you know every man needs a yeah. good suit, if not two or three in their in their wardrobe. Um, and yes, as you said, I think relaxed tailoring has come into play a little bit more. So, you know, fabrics are a little bit like more softer and, you know, shoulders are not as stuffy and we've got like sort of like half line jackets. And there's, there, there is like a more shift towards more comfortable suiting as opposed to, I mean, we, we actually at the moment are doing um, suits in like, um, in like a flexible, sort of like a flexo fabric. So it almost gives you that feel as though you're wearing, you're still wearing joggers, but, you know, it's super stretchy kind of thing, but you're actually in a suit. Um, so I think there is, you know, going to be a shift in that. But I, again, I think there is always going to be a market for a good traditional suit. Um, I don't think that's something that's ever going to completely go out. So, um, Ravi, what's your favourite item of clothing in menswear? Um, I, oh, I love, I, I love a good, a good double-breasted navy blazer. I think is. You said navy, uh, so you're back you in, can... um, you're back in the lead now. I thought I'd better say Navy, otherwise I don't think you have been talking again. <laughs> you're back in lead now, so you're okay now because you've said yeah. Navy. <laughs> oh, one her back. <laughs> you know, um, and why would you say that? Why would you say um, double? Why double breasted? 
Um, I think it's it's a really good sort of like choice to 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 wear like you can dress you can use a, a double breasted navy blazer and dress things up you can dress things down I think sometimes with a navy just with, with not a with a single breasted navy blazer yeah. um, unless it is very unless you, it does, it actually is a blazer I mean sometimes guys try and basically pull off blazers as like their half of their suit and I think that's a complete no no I mean because if you know what a suit jacket versus a blazer can you know the difference is you would straight away think oh yeah that's just basically your your suit blazer some of them may work but um generally i think um uh, navy with the navy with a double-breasted navy blazer you can sort of like dress it up you can you know have it full full on with a gray pair of trousers and like a shirt tie or you can have a polo shirt for instance um, like a roll neck and you know a nice pair of jeans um and it's just so versatile i think you can kind of really play around with it Right. And what's your favorite color for menswear? Oh, uh, this is you're going this is going to be super boring, but I mean I think <laughs> I think you can't go wrong with blue, right? Um, <laughs> simply because it's not boring. you know most most guys would say blue to they think oh yes, yeah, safe. I mean, I think most guys will will sort of like will 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 accept blue and even if you then obviously work with shades up or down a little bit as long as you say oh it's blue, they'll be willing to try different kind of blues. But I do love uh, I do love green as well. Yeah, um, I must say green. I, I do like my green, and I think obviously um, you know sort of like now with this, with, with this current season, I'm really really enjoying like the darker sort of like you know more like the mossy kind of green and like really really dark kind of like jade. You know, I love green, so I think that's uh, definitely one of uh, one of the colors I like to play with with suits and brown as well. I think brown is really under really really underrated. Um, and it has a bit of that sort of like vintage kind of like 70s kind of like vibe to it and I quite like that. So would I, what's in the future, what's the um, dream? Would you would you say for your own self and a brand of your own or what's the plan, Robbie? So, well, obviously at the moment, you know, it's still early days for me at, uh, at Vigo here um, and it's obviously 100% uh, here. Yeah. Um, I'm really enjoying what I'm doing and uh, I really obviously want to sort of like make, uh, you know, sort of like get people to know more about us, hear that we exist. Obviously, for me, this is a great experience as well because it's, you know, really it's myself and and one of the person, you know, who run, we, we run the, the show here at the showroom. Okay. So we pretty much have full on hands on experience with the clients, with every, you know, with with supplies, with the fabric, with everything where, you know, everything sort of like gets done here by us because it's such a small team so i think it's uh, it's definitely um, an amazing sort of like opportunity and a chance for me to uh, to start somewhere uh, in the industry um which i'm very very grateful for um and um i think then you know as a you know it's a quite cliche thing but as they say you know the, the world's uh, the world's your oyster then so i think we'll uh, <laughs> we'll just have to see where this uh, where this leads to um hopefully it's going to be um and i'm sure it's going to be a very successful business and, you know, it might lead to, to other sort of like things, whether it's expanding uh, this same business and having other other branches or whether it's kind of like having a split of um, ready to wear and menswear and um, made to measure floors. Um, you never know. <laughs> well, on that note, uh, last of all, anybody wants to start up from a, and do a career change, would you say 100 percent to go for it? One hundred percent. I know it's it's never a good time 
uh, to sort of like, uh, you know, everyone to say, oh, not now, start in another year, or let me just work. Yeah. You know, you will always put it off. Yeah. Uh, and my advice is uh, don't put it off. Uh, I think the later you leave it sometimes, uh, you kind of become a creature of habit. You yeah. start to sort of like enjoy or, or almost force yourself to just, you know, enjoy what you're doing. Uh, you know, get into sort of like, you know, the same old routine and you never really, you never get out of it. Um, so my advice would be, I think now, if, if ever is really the time, you know, things have been the way they have been over the last 18 months. Um, and if, you know, if anyone is looking to sort of like change career, anyone's looking to start something new or try something new, I think it really, it's, it's, it's no time like now. And on that note, thank you very much, Revy, for coming on Men's Wear by a Woman, um, second season, Here Come the Men. Um, thank you so much. And hopefully I'm going to come in and have a look at your, um, you know, Viego's um, studio and all that stuff. It's hopefully very soon. Pleasure. It's an absolute pleasure uh, speaking to you. And uh, yeah, more than welcome. Anytime. Give me, you know, just give me a shout. Let me know. Uh, we, we do actually have a little bar in one corner, so you can come and have a little cheeky drink after All right, one. Um, but, <laughs> but, you know, uh, not that I'm trying to lure you in with the prospect of alcohol or anything like that. But <laughs> I'll, I'll, usually... I'll, 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 I'll take you up on that. <laughs> you know? But no, honestly, you're most, you're most welcome anytime. Definitely. Give me a shout, come and, come and have a look. Um, and uh, and yeah, I'll be, I'll be looking forward to, to actually uh, listening to this when it's, uh, when it's on. Brilliant. Thank you, Ravi. Thank you. My pleasure. Have a lovely day.